Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Brooke Grimsley, Carrie Davis, Randy Carricker, and we head now to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and Blues Analyst on Bally Sports Midwest, Darren Pang, kind enough to join us. He is actually headed out to Edmonton for, to have the Coyotes and the Oilers tomorrow night on TNT. Panger, good morning. How are you doing? Well, good morning to you as well. How's everything going this morning? Everything's great. I, I wanted to get yeah. your take. I'm always intrigued because you know the goalie position better than anybody, and, and I see a guy make saves. I see Joel Hofer make saves, and I think he looks really good, and I think he looks calm and quiet in there. What's yeah. your take on these two games with uh, with Joel Hofer between the pipes? Well, I think, you know, number one, you're right about that, and that's the one thing you talk about during the game, and, it's you know, it doesn't take a former goalie to, to watch somebody in the net um, or to watch somebody at center ice or to watch somebody at the, on the right point to, to, to know what you like and what you don't like about a goaltender, and, you know, the, the number one thing, you know, you, you wonder about if a goaltender gets recalled, if he's scrambling around like crazy around that net and it, and it just looks like he's on fire, but he's making saves, you wonder how long can that last? But when you look at Joel and, and you look at his composure and I think his, how compact he is for a guy that's six foot five and, you know, 180 pounds, he just, he kind of plays in a, in a very athletic crouch. He, he doesn't seem to have very many holes at this particular point. Um, I know we're only a couple of games in, but so far he's left a really good impression. And I thought he left a good impression last November as well when he played his first game uh, in, in San Jose where there was a five-minute major, there was a double minor, and he was under siege uh, to begin the hockey game, and he, and he never got rattled. So, yeah, I think what you're seeing is, is quite frankly, what a lot of people have seen um, for many years with Joel. And, um, and, and so, again, I'm, I'm excited about it. I, I think he plays the puck well. I think he, he looks intimidating for the shooters because he is so big. Uh, but again, I like the fact that he stays he stays upright. He doesn't fall down. He doesn't get on his stomach. He he doesn't slide from side to side. It looks like he's in really good control of his uh, of his crease, of his net, and of his post, which is a uh, really it's a great start for him. Panger Jordan Biddington returns from suspension. What did you think of that two game suspension and the situation that he was in? You know, I think there's a lot of things that that go you know in hand you know kind of go in hand with that, Brooke, and and. You know, I mean, I think when you go back to last year, uh, NHL, you know, operations, they looked at even the water, even the bottle throwing that he had with uh, with Nazem Kadri after the game. You know, I think uh, the stick waving that happened in, in, in San Jose, uh, leaving the ice. I think there's a, a culmination of things that, you know, that the NHL ops would say, Jordan, man, we've asked you to kind of calm things down a little bit here. And, and uh, now you're throwing a blocker at a guy in a scrum. And whether or not Jordan was going to hit uh, um, uh, Hartman with that block or not, I don't know. Nobody knows for sure. Um, and I do agree that Hartman was right in the middle of everything with the way that, you know, the way he gets under your skin. Um, and he does that. That's what's made him successful in the NHL. But there's a load of guys in the NHL that are the same way. And, and I think that's where the composure has to start with, with Jordan Bennington. And, and so, no, was I surprised by it? I was not. I, I knew it was a match penalty book right away because 
you're not allowed to lead with your blocker. I, I've known that for years and years and years, and and he did so. So I mean, uh, not surprised whatsoever that it was a two game suspension, and and now uh, now that that's over, I'm, I'm I was really interested, uh, Brooke, to see what was going to go on with Joel Hofer because the American Hockey League's got a, a battle going on and, and they've got a young Russian goaltender that hasn't played a whole lot, uh, Zarenko, down there, although he's played really, really well. Um, but uh, I was a little surprised that they're going to keep Joel here. Uh, but uh, but that's, you know, whatever that decision is, it's, uh, it's there for right now and he's played well enough to earn the, the, the opportunity to stay here. Well, and they've even said, you know, next season starts now. So how do you see Hofer fitting into this situation with Jordan Bennington? Well, I think it, 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 starts, a, what, it starts a great goaltending duo is what it starts with me. And it's, I, I hate even saying that because I know that, you know, we've got a goaltender sitting on an island right here in Thomas Grice who's been a real pro for the Blues. But, I mean, it's inevitable that uh, with that one-way contract and with Joel's um, development in the minors that it's going to be he and Jordan Bennington. So, you know, I think the other team... Uh, when we start next year, they're going to see two different looks. I mean, they're going to see a goal. T- both goaltenders can play the puck very well. Um, obviously, Hofer's going to be, I mean, he's a bigger goaltender than, than Jordan is. Uh, but as Jordan Bennington will tell you, or Thomas Grace will tell you, or even I'll tell you, um, playing four or five games in the NHL and having success is, uh, is, is honestly, it's a long cry from, you know, being here for a long period of time and, and dealing with real ups and downs. And, and there's a long way to go for Joel Hofer and the same kind of things that, uh, that Bennington has gone through. But, I think Bennington can be a great mentor for him, and I think Joel Hofer can push Jordan Bennington uh, to even even better heights because competition is a real thing, and competition is going to be really good for the both guys. Hey, Panger, I want to read you a text we just got because you are around the league. You're headed to Edmonton to watch an, a national game tomorrow, Edmonton and, and Arizona. The text reads, It's amazing how the media is in denial about Bennington. By any metric, he is a bottom five goalie. Always an excuse for him. What do you think mm-hmm. of that? No, I, I disagree with it. So, uh, and metrics, you can throw some of these metrics right out the window and right, out, right in the garbage for me. Um, do, I mean, I say that in sincerity. I mean, do metrics, do metrics show that the Blues are one of the worst teams in the NHL at giving up high danger chances? Or, or even more so, if you don't want to call them high danger chances, one-timers from dot to dot, slot chances, rebound chances. We have, the Blues have not been a good team in defending. And so, you know, if, okay, let's say Jordan Bennington has never won 20 games in a season. Let's say Jordan Bennington's never won a playoff round. Um, let's say Jordan Bennington's never won a Stanley Cup. You can't throw that kind of stuff at me and, and convince me that Jordan ben- Bennington doesn't have uh, ba- basically intestinal fortitude, which is something that metrics don't show. I think he's been, if not the best player in the Blues this year, I think he's been right up there. Um, and, and so, anyway, that's that's what I feel about that. And... Uh, um, I, 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 let's, let's face it. The, there's going to be a lot of naysayers out there. There's going to be a lot of people that, that don't like some of the antics. And, and listen, there's been many times where I've said, Hey, you, you've got to shut up and stop the puck. That's the bottom line. Um, but if you're talking about stopping pucks this year, you're talking about a guy that is battling thick and thin through a very poor year for the St. Louis blues. And one to me, that is a, an unacceptable year. And they should also be saying the same thing. This is not what anybody expected, but, um, I, I don't. I don't think that, in my opinion, that Jordan Binning is anywhere near that bottom. And I can name the bottom ones if you really want me to. But I, <laughs> I don't have that much time before we we board a plane. Panger, the uh, Blues got the three zero win Sunday versus the Jets. Uh, Kapanen and Verona got goals in that game. Are those two surprising you uh, with those with their play? And 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 what is the future for them? You know, I, I think it's been really enlightening. I think it's been good and positive and. 
and and carry the faces have come in and they've they've you know what they've they've given us a good first impression and and what do they say you only have one chance to give a good first impression and that's what they've done so i'm i'm really happy for the both the guys they they i tell you what they've treated everybody really well they walk around with their head up they smile at you they they say hello to you i mean they're you know they're not coming here in a shell and lacking confidence because they've gone from team to team or one guy captain been put on waivers i mean I think they've been humbled a little bit and they've come into a new environment with an unbelievable opportunity to be main players next year. So uh, that's, that's what's impressed me so far besides the goal scoring. Um, I think it's the, the hockey IQ, um, the heads up, you know, the heads up play, the power play uh, ability. I mean, they, they're, they're top forwards. And as long as they continue to play the game hard in the way that Craig Berube wants them to play it, I, I think they've got a great opportunity here in St. Louis. So, so far, so good in a big way. Well, Panger, we have Detroit coming tonight, so you know what that means. We have David Perron coming to town. Do you miss a player like that? Yeah, boy, I've seen I've seen uh, David Perron and Billy Huso and Jake Wallman, and before that, before he was traded, Oscar Sundquist. I've done a ton of uh, of games for TNT with the uh, with the Wings, and I'm actually almost well, I am literally on the bench uh, when I do a game in Detroit. Uh, there's a small door opening. I'm right between the door and the and the board, so there's not even an, an exclusive spot for me. So. Trust me when I say this. I've seen these guys. I've loved what they've done in, in, in Detroit. Um, you know, I've got a, you know, my friend that I've been with for 45 years, Steve Eisman, runs that team. He's, he's thrilled with these guys. They brought some competitiveness to their organization, and then it starts with David Perron. And I, I think this is a, a special return, too. I know David's already had a return when he left, um, but this will be um, uh, even more special because he returns as a Stanley Cup champion for the first time. And, and uh, so... The other part of it, too, is I just know how much he loves St. Louis. I mean, you know, I think he'll always think of St. Louis as home. He told me himself that he watches almost every single game, and it's hurt him this year to see that the Blues haven't had the same success they've had last year or previous years and, and that they aren't in the playoffs. So um, they all care about the Blues. They've all been brought up with the Blues. And so I think tonight will be a real special game for them. Hey, Pager, before we let you go, you'll see Edmonton tomorrow. Edmonton is sixth in the conference with 88 points. They're four points out of the lead. The top six teams in the West are separated by only four points. Do you think that level of parity will carry over into the playoffs? Are all of those teams capable of coming out of the West? Vegas, the Kings, the Stars, Avalanche, Wild, and Oilers? Absolutely. And I think that's why, you know, that's why I think, you, you know, teams loaded up. I mean, you know, it's an arms race in the, in the East. Um, you know, because, I mean, basically a lot of the matchups have been, been set up, especially the Toronto and, and Tampa Bay matchup. But, you know, in the West, I, that's why I believe that if the Blues got in, anything could happen. I thought they had as, as good of a chance as anybody um, to get through the West because nobody wants to play a defending Stanley Cup champion because they've got, as I was saying about Jordan Bennington, they've got that kind of swagger. They've got that, that ability to dig in and, and, and get to the next level. So, um, you know, but again, the parity in the league shows – I mean, Edmonton barely snuck by San Jose last year, uh, last night. That was in overtime. It was an unbelievable goal. Actually, overtime was phenomenal. I just finished watching it. And so there's the Edmonton Oilers with, you know, the, the greatest player in the game today. And they're, you know, they're just barely getting into it. So I think it is very wide open. And, and uh, it's going to be a heck of a West. But I, I really think that the East is, is where, where you've got to watch playoff hockey, especially in that first round. And for me, especially... Toronto and Tampa Bay. I think that's just going to be a phenomenal series. Yeah, it'll be epic. Panger, safe travels. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. We'll be tuned in tomorrow night on TNT. My 
pleasure, guys. Have a great morning. Thanks. See you later. That's the great Darren Pang with us on 101 ESPN.